So they save lives. They kill people. They have some kind of sponsorship partnership where like chiefs have to come in once a year and do some shit at the movies and I don't know how the fuck it works. Yeah, yeah. They had some kind of dealsies. It's like one of those sponsors that doesn't get on the jersey nor on the like billboard (laughs) or anywhere around the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Angel investor. (laughs) And then you'd have like a you'd have a guy and his like seven kids come in and like order everything on the menu and then be like, uh, why is it five hundred dollars? And I'd be like, uh That's how much the movie's eight cost? of you? Yeah, that's how much the movie's cost. There's a minivan's worth of you, that's why. To be fair, movie um condiment uh in oh. food prices is like oh, criminal Day- yeah. 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 daylight oh, They're rough. That's rough. What's a markup on a box of popcorn? What does it cost? Like probably what twenty cents. Because I mean, you're you're buying like a big thing of the corns, and then you're just all yeah. you add is like heat. So they have they have huge drums of oil, which when you open is solid, and what you do is you stick this big heated rod into it, so it's like in, and then you pop it on the is side, it and it's sli- oh bro, so satisfying, yeah. and it slowly melts it, and then you chuck it like a little thing into it that like feeds through to the big popper and then you have this um you have this like powdered it's like powdered salt and butter it, it reminds yeah it but reminds it's me so of fine that when you pull it out like it gets into the air and if you breathe it and you're like <laughs> your cholesterol just fucking doubles <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's like as fine as flour and then like yeah that shit is that shit is like yellow it's and you can, so th- there's a recipe, right? So what happens is you chuck in a scoop of the thing and it's in the pop-up. Maybe we should be recording this. I think this is good. Uh, this is all being recorded. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you ch- um, my dick is small. I'm gay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so you you can pour the uh, kernel, uh, the, the corn kernels, kernels in. And then you press once and it pumps the um, oil in, right? And you chuck a scoop, scoop or two of the thing. But there's actually nothing stopping you from chucking in four scoops and triple pumping it. Just if you wanted to. So yeah. quite often people would, there'd be some people that work there would be like, no, here's the recipe. Or like, hey, can you do like a fucking like nuclear batch when I come Because <laughs> it would come out glowing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen someone put in like, like eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, see how many you can do before people notice. It's like Rory Purcell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and they're sure. the kind of people which also like, you know, basic personality around um, pre-workout. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And getting on to pre-workouts, pre-town. Yeah. Like yeah, demon yeah. energy drinks, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, well, I <laughs> mean, there's a line, bro. Come on. Sorry. Um, yeah, now, so what, Steen, what do you got for us, brother? Warm up. Uh, I've got best tie knot. Oh, yeah. Tie like an actual tie. Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. All right, hang on just before we jump in. Uh, welcome, all mates of these mates. We have a very, very special guest with us today. Uh, he is one of my good friends, one of the funniest and craziest people I know, one half of the critically acclaimed George FM Drive show. So he's he's definitely not new to a recording studio or a podcast it's uh, Brooke Gibson. Welcome. Welcome. This is great. I've been um, an avid listener from the beginning and um, just happy to be involved, you know. <laughs> Real fan. Happy yeah. to be here. 
It's this beautiful crossover. It's like Family Guy and American Dad. We've got the uh, mustache twirl and uh, Chelsea boot wearing bad boy in the studio today. With us. Liam's like, I've actually got jelly sandals. Oh, you get those on camera if you can. Those are brand new. Took a while. I got me and the Misso matching pairs. Yeah, it's you his, read about it. It's his second like wear, so like we're we're very interested to see what kind of calluses mm. and like cuts it could. The first time I wore them with socks, and now I'm sockless, and you it's just like PTSD of boys high oh. maths class after lunchtime when you gotta put your sandals back on mm. and they're just like grimy sweat. Yeah. Is it pool and sweat? Yeah. Take me back like to a, the Romans. like a paste. Yeah. There's like a grey paste. It needs a little catcher at the bottom that you just pull it out and pour it out. <laughs> or like you have like some kind of rake that you can just pull all the sweat <laughs> yeah. off. Did you guys used to just absolutely fuck the backs of them? Like you just like yeah, by, oh, yeah. by term two you stopped buckling yeah. it and you just like slide. Were you, were you Roman or like yeah. rugged shark? Oh, Roman. Yeah, what are you wearing right now? I was a Roman now? man. Well, yeah. What are you wearing right now? Looks like a rugged shark number. Yeah, well, so you or graduate, right? But, but, you, but in 2007, you cut the back you off? Get, <laughs> you get... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Customs. In 2007, you would get uh, just straight up fucking beat up if you wore these. You had to wear Romans. That's the wish.com Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> also wearing like... A shirt that makes you look like Guy Fieri's intern. <laughs> I've decided I'm wearing shirts like for the rest. You're wearing of shirts. Summer. Man's wearing shirts. Yeah, like versatile though because it's summer hot and unbuttoned. It's mm. fucking hot, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steen, warm us up, man. He wants a tie type. Maybe. You don't know tie types, huh? You're an unbuttoned guy. So we're doing a little warm up. Yeah. The topic is types of tie knots yes, that you would do for a tie. I'm good. I've got mine. Yeah, I've got mine. Yeah, Liam, you good or are you Googling? Yeah, yep. All right, let's are just you Googling tie knots. <laughs> we'll just quickly go around one after the other. Uh, bow tie. Double Windsor. Yeah, I was going to go Windsor. I was going to say noose. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right. Um, mine is a bow tie that comes pre tied with the like white elastic. So that you can just pop it in your collar, and the reason for that is I don't I don't know how to tie a tie. Mm, I believe that. And there's a lot of people like me out there, you know. I uh, went to a school where you had to learn how to tie your tie from five years old. We had to wear a tie from five all the way through to twelve. Did you get good at like pre-tying it for the whole year and then slipping out of it? I got good day? at receiving insults from every other school and being bullied <laughs> for wearing a fucking tie at Southern. five years old. Oh, subtle <laughs> fuck! Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um. When we were like a year six to year seven type of age group, um, we would catch the orbiter and we'd roll past Sullivan every day. And um, I had like a, I don't know, maybe you would call him like a mentor, an older an older kid on the bus, and he'd go, when we reach Sullivan, we're flipping them off. <laughs> Is that you? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, that's part of, um, when you go to a subtle open day, they actually do a slideshow on like your kid will be bullied, but he'll become resilient and like all this great stuff will come of it. Like they, yeah. they're aware of it. Uh, Liam, double Windsor? No, 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 no. Windsor. Cam with the Windsor. Okay. I was the double Windsor. Yeah, you're the Windsor, yeah, yeah, yeah. double Windsor. Yeah. yeah, I just think most famous. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice and simple. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking Windsor as well, and then I was like, you know what? But we're gonna get mentioned. So I thought, what else does tie get used for? Sometimes tied up noose, mm. and most of the time it's quite effective. 
Um, and because tie is quite a strong piece. Have you ever tried to quickly get out of a tie? Mm. Yeah, that's very true. That is, that is true. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, points for uh, outside applications <laughs> other than style. Yeah. A lot of taxi drivers wear like a tie, but with the elasticated to prevent like rogue Ooh. individuals. Because my granddad used to be a taxi driver and he'd always wear this like elasticated tie. Because people used to try and choke him out all the time to try and do like a runner. How often did people try? Yeah, to that, him? enough yeah, for him to buy it, an <laughs> elasticated tie. And I was like, why don't you just wear no tie? You know, yeah, why just do that? Imagine, like, oh, imagine still wear the classy. You know? <laughs> yeah, imagine being a, a big, bright-eyed young taxi driver being like, yeah, doing your tie up <laughs> on your first day, like your real tie, and then you get in the immediately choked, choked out. out. <laughs> That's actually the sign of like a veteran taxi driver popping your collar. Mm. No tie is just like zero strangle opportunity. Yeah, you go. Oh, this guy's seasoned. Yeah, yeah and those sexy um, beads on the seats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we, when we started this podcast, it wasn't. It was basically around the same time that um, Brooke kind of started his with with the uh, with their radio show. They also had a podcast pop out, and we would listen to each other's. And he reached out to me. It was. Months ago, because we had to go search the our Facebook Messenger, but he flicked through this topic that he was like, "You guys need to do this, and I need to come on and do it." And finally, you're here. Um, t- talk to us about this topic, this this genius idea of yours. Um, so it is it's non-sexual turn-ons. Uh, this can be there's kind of two categories. Um, you know, like some something that someone can do, or um, you know, if they're good at a task, or it's like a is it an, a, the word innate? Is that the word I'm looking for? I think sure. so. Innate yeah, sure. object, you know, like a like something that you might do that you're just like, yeah, fuck, that's good. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think we'll, for, you know, today we'll just combine the both so you can um, choose from Beautiful. either. Wider pool. So a nice, a nice example we were chatting about last night. So like um, maybe you become attracted to someone when they – take their socks off so the act of them pulling their socks off completely non-sexual but to you it it is so attractive that it kind of turns you on you know just if they do it well if it's elegant sock pulling yeah like because it's like do they roll them off or do you slide them off without it going inside out you know there's does someone use their teeth yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah because then it's like whoa this person's flexible yeah Yeah. they're an absolute freak yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's the that's the category for today. The beauty of this is like I was I kind of got caught in this feedback loop of trying to like yeah. I was like, how could um, like even like not even against you guys, like how do I rank my three? Like how do I decide what which? Oh. <laughs> so so this is gonna be a, a goodie. It's oh, gonna yeah. be absolutely. Delicious. I was the same every time. I was like, "Is that better than that? Is that the exact same? Is this just straight morphine? Like all of them, just <laughs> mainlining like heroin?" The, um, it, obviously, it's like um, each to their own, you know. So it's gonna be hard to um, to discriminate against other people's picks. Because yeah, and um, I forgot to say this at the start, but I love you guys. Oh, even Brooke as well. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh. yeah, man, he's in the he's in the he's in the circle. Even bro. though if he does Thank really you. well, you're not coming back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a hey, little hey, bit of a trial. Hey, hey, audition. Look, look, I don't mind going down the road. All right, it's, <laughs> all, it's all good. It's all right. Yeah, like like Brooke said, you know, everyone's got their own thing. So it's not like we're gonna bash you for for what Being gives you a stiffy. Being a high angle POV. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? 
I think I think Liam, it's your turn to start. So do you want to bring us in with your number three pick? Yep, certainly. So this is, uh, I mean, you. I guess you can turn yourself on with this. You you can get turned on by other people. Um, my number three, straight off the bat, punctuality. <laughs> mm. Major turn on for me. A mm. um, little bit, yeah, little bit particular, borderline autistic about <laughs> punctuality. You know what I mean? Like, don't really like people being late. Um, I mean, just you know what I mean. It's just it's so good when you someone's supposed to be there. You know, they're politely five minutes early or something like that. Yeah, just does it for me. Where where do you find where do you draw the line in? Um, so. Obviously, if they're like one minute late, is yeah. that all right? But where where does so, it? So so I would say you get you get more severe things for different tasks. <laughs> so if we just go into the supermarket and you're coming over, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you're like thirty minutes late. Mm. If we're it's a big window, it's a big window. If mm. we're um, if you're my ride to work, you need to be here. <laughs> <early>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> type of shit. You know what I mean? Like also, I, I cover you with the other question of uh, the opposite side. Mm. How early is too early? Where it's a bit weird. I think I think ten minutes is the max you can be early for something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Especially any more than that, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're like, what else? Do you not have anything else to do? Yeah, yeah. Why, is this yeah, your why are you at my house? Yeah. Twenty to seven. Yeah, but then you get into the other one where they're there twenty minutes early and they just wait in their car because they know you're going to get annoyed if they <laughs> enter. So that you're sitting. well, that's good. That's a, you've got a healthy relationship with well, this person where they know not to. <laughs> they know boundaries. They respect yeah. your boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Well, that person <laughs> is the person that makes Liam jizz in his pants. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's they come straight on time, and so does he. There's a. <laughs> <laughs> There's a saying in Japan that if you're on time, you're five minutes late. And I feel like you resonate with that pretty yeah. strongly. And um, in Japan, I have a friend who's he's got a Japanese missus. He's spent a lot of time over there. If, you, if the train is late by one minute, then like you're walking yeah. in and the train driver's like bowing to you profusely. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry, sorry. They get um, extremely fined. I think they lose like a day's wages or something if they are late by, I think it's more than 30 seconds. Yeah. It's insanity. Very litigious. Goodness me. Are we, how are we rolling? We rolling. rolling we all, we always do, my guy. Oh, yeah, cool. We always do. Just, uh, no, just double check. Just in case. Yeah, oh, yeah so new person. New person. Yeah, yeah. coming in mine. Yeah, go, go, uh, go around a human. Um, Oliver's kind of already heard this one, but it um, falls under kind of like the cleaning category. Mm-hmm. Um, vacuuming. When you come across something and you see it and you're like, I'm going to fucking get you. <laughs> and then you stroll over it. And you hear it go, oh, oh, and you hear it like tink through yeah, the, yeah. the um, hose and then oh, into yeah. the bag, and you're like, fuck, I've got ya. And <laughs> is there like a um, is there a material consistency type of food that you find the Cat most biscuits. pleasurable? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, so we got wooden floors at my flat, and um, Maurice is quite a messy eater with her cat biscuits. It gets all over the um, all over the show. And so when you they give it like a real good ting up the middle oh, and, yeah, and yeah. a real um, just a nice hollow sound through oh. the tube, and um, we've actually got funnily enough the vacuum's called a cat and dog. Oh. I think it's like designed for cat and dog hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the base of the vacuum, using the suction power, it's got a spinning mechanism, oh. so it's not just like straight suction. It makes this thing spin inside to like flick it all up even more, oh. and so that starts like picking up pace as a. And then it hits a fucking cat nut. <laughs> just the fucking Sonics does something to you. And then, fu- and then you just get that um, instant job satisfaction. I think that's a big one. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, say it's like mowing the lawn. You like 
you instantly see what you've done. Yeah, and you're like, yes, yes. mint, that's yeah. done. And that's a, that's me sucking up cat nuts. On Sunday morning, you're just throwing it like confetti. <laughs> like, I fucking yeah. can't yeah. wait yeah. for 30 yeah. minutes yeah. from yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. So that's, um, that's my first one. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think, you know, like, it's so great because when you're vacuuming, you know it's going to be a job well done. Like, you can't really, as long as you're thorough, like, it's not like half broom and shovel. It's not going to be yeah. good. You know, you're going to miss bits and pieces, but. Oh man, a good living vacuum. with someone who's bad at vacuuming just dry, like, why? Oh, yeah. How are you bad at no, this? No, no, yeah. How? It's quite why? Yeah, you know, it really is. You know man. what I love? Hitting a ranch slider, crank that bitch oh, all yeah. the way. You get quite a bit of build up oh. in there, and <laughs> hitting that groove <laughs> straight into my fucking veins. Do you guys like? Oh, I suppose I should ask you. You can. What are the markers of it? Like, d for example, do they not take the nozzle off and go along the skirting? Oh, there's that. There's where you're just doing the patchwork. Where you're like, oh, that's bad. And then they like pick it up and they put it somewhere else. Oh, like, what so just, are you doing? Oh, you know, never leave. That's it's like when you're sickening. spot shaving and you're like, I need to shave there and there. You're like, oh, this is not good. Speaking no, you, as a man who knows those, a thing or two about shaving. You're going to those straight lines with overlap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's... um. That's a beautiful pick, man. <laughs> There's like this uh, page where it's sort of unrelated, but it's football pitches over in Britain and they all do these different patterns and shit. And it's just so like aesthetically pleasing seeing just these perfectly straight lines or they'll do like rings all the way through. Oh, this yeah. mowing the greens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that yeah. is it's extremely hard. I um, did, I had a hoon on Mount Smart Yeah. Um, after the end of my Movember thing. And I was on this big like ride on lawnmower, but it was like the size of a tractor. And he's like, "Yeah, just go from this corner to this corner, like diagonally." And I was like, "Sweet as," and fuck, it's so hard to keep it straight. Hmm. And so I don't know how those uh, groundkeepers, you know, yeah. do those designs. Yeah, we, we we mentioned it in an earlier podcast, but yeah, Brooke for the whole month of November mowed a lawn every single day and got donations from his mates. And uh, yeah, topped off with a stadium gig. <laughs> Unreal, unbelievable. Up the fucking wires. I well, mean, where do you even go from there? That's the you know what I mean. That's the Mount Olympus of yeah. Can you even mow your own lawns now? Yeah, or yeah, is it yeah, just yeah. I haven't yeah. since. Hey, <laughs> you're like you know? you're above it now. Yeah, like, I, like, I don't um, touch that. <laughs> just yeah, thirty lawns, thirty days. You know, it's like you give yourself a bit of a break. Oh December. yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. We've had a flat inspection. We don't need to get checked for another two months. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so for my third pick, I have um, an experience uh, that that's kind of outside of a person necessarily doing it. And it is being able to sleep in while someone else gets up early to go to work. <laughs> oh. Just like <laughs> if you consider like the, the kind of all the little things involved, like the fact that you're in bed, you, you're kind of woken up a little bit by the person getting up. So you stir and then you just can like curl up. You now have the whole bed to yourself or it could be a flatmate leaving, whatever. But it is so satisfying. It, it'll be like the best sleep you'll ever have, like drifting back into sleep after that. I also have a theory that um, this is so pleasurable that it explains morning wood. <laughs> that the very first erections that man ever got was from this experience. And through <laughs> evolution, we just now get them willy-nilly. No pun intended. Yeah. So I think um, it should be way up there. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. It's kind of the same as like when it's raining and you're in an office and you see someone running without an umbrella and you're like, your life's a little bit worse than mine right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same thing. You know? You're like all cuddled up, cozy as it gets. Have you got your cat there as well? 
Oh, my in this scenario? Pretty, my cat is still like three and a half months old, so she's pretty horrendous to sleep next to. She'll like, you know how cats do kneading? She'll like need my like exposed armpit and things like that. So we're still training her to like not sleep on the pillows right next to her. Tell her to get a job, man. She'll have to get up before you. <laughs> Do you find um, this, the bed feels nicer, weirdly, when it's like suddenly left just to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's, it's not that, like, say you're sleeping next to your partner and you're not even touching them and you're like, you know, you've got all the room you need, but then when they leave, Suddenly you have all the room. It's like you just got bumped up to first class yeah. from business. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. real weird, eh? It's like you, you do, and you like you kind of just totally go for it. Like I always kind of starfish out, like when I have the opportunity in the early mornings. It's like I don't actually know if this is more comfortable, but I'm doing it because I can do it. You know, it's oh, just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love it. I think it's great. Top pick, very worthy. Yeah, Pam. Extremely sharp cutting utensils. Oh. Just like oh. the first cut yeah. with a knife. Oh. And you know, because every time you say something like that, everyone's oh. <laughs> just think about it. when you when you're cutting, especially tis the season at the moment, when you're doing wrapping paper and you hit that just with the scissors, oh, you're like, yeah. it's not only like the feel of the glider, it's like the sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. One um, whole way. Um, I work in engineering, and you know what I mean? You can get blades ruthlessly sharp with, like, stones and stuff like that. When you're making a knife for the first time, the way you test it is you get, like, a piece of phone book paper, mm. and if you can just, like, glide the knife through the paper, then it's sharp as fuck. Yeah. That's just so satisfying to watch. And then when you sharpen a knife, and, then like, if you've got a knife that's been going blunt, you're cutting up capsicum, it's just not doing the trick. You sharpen it, and then you go back to it, and you're like, fucking capsicum. Like, you thought you were better than me. <laughs> and then you go back, and you're just... Everything is correct in the world, you know? Perfectly balanced. I always find that tomato is like oh, the food where like mm-hmm. you, you if it's the it makes such it's a like huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's like especially if it's like a slightly riper tomato juicy, if you mm. can get through that without just like basically exploding the insides yeah. of it. Yeah. It's yeah. So sick. Won't oh, fuck up your sandwich quite as much. Um my mother always said life's too short for a blunt knife. That's one of their sayings. Oh. And um, life also, gets a lot shorter if you have a really sharp knife. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, throwback to growing up with Oliver Dunn, um, making a fucking mess on the chopping board with tomatoes in the morning before school. That's all doing my fucking now. head in. <laughs> Thing is, like, Liam, we've established this, like, Liam's got, like, a fantastic memory. He remembers everything. And mine is not the great. <laughs> um, so that means like Liam can tell all these stories and I just have to go with it because if I don't remember, I'm like, I guess it happened, which puts Liam in a position to we'll, just we'll, rewrite we'll it, history. We'll put it like this. Do you like to make tom- tomato sandwiches? Tomato on toast, I'm guessing, is what I was doing. Yeah. With, yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. Okay. This guy, <laughs> what age were you doing this? I didn't really get into like that kind of food. Like... I wasn't much of a avo or tomato and toast kind of person to us in my it would have been late in, yeah. you late teens. Yeah, it would have been in high school, I think. You were like 15, 16. Yeah, but it, what it was is like I just wasn't ambitious and I didn't pack lunches. So like I would just do that and then try and eat all this toast in the morning. And 
Yeah, so find carb some. load for your day yeah. at school. So you just oh, straight off the bat, slow. And gassy. First period, bro. And oh, I just, like, just thinking back to my lunches, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll take like six small packets of chips to school today. <laughs> <laughs> and an apple. That'll be good. I one time, I think I was in year 13, and I was going to the gym properly, kind of for one of the first times in my life. And I was like, let me get on a really good diet as well. And to me, that was eating just fruit. Like, I would only take fruit to school, genuinely. I like, mean, it's not a bad diet, but it's like... <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's not bad, but it's so misguided and, like, way too much of one fucking thing. Like, yeah. It was stupid as. It's funny at that age, because you kind of, I mean, you seem like you didn't, but a lot of people, when they're getting serious into the gym, they're like, I... For me to get healthy, my food has to taste like shit. Like, it's got to be boiled <laughs> chicken, unseasoned, like <laughs> yeah. rice, steamed broccoli, no flavor. Definitely not. All flavor is bad. And then from there, it's just all downhill, you know? I actually went through a phase of that. My my old flatmates, they used to joke because every, every single night I'd have chicken and rice, ch- like brown rice and chicken and broccoli. And nice. Good with, for you. with not much flavor. Look at you now. Oh, well, uh, you know, I've evolved. I eat nothing but fruit now, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do. Um, it's funny, Cam, you mentioned the, um, you know, I mean, you're in the office building and it's raining and you see someone else running. Because my one is when you're sleeping at night and it's raining on the roof. Oh, yeah. The no, there's just nothing's more soothing to me. Nothing's more just relaxing. I love it so much. Is there a type of roof? Like an ideal situation? I Yeah, I guess there would be. I'm not cool. too familiar, but I guess, <laughs> tin. yeah. Tin roof, yeah. yeah. Corrugated iron or something, yeah. Carport. I love just curling up under a carport on a rainy night. Like we've all been there. Um, I actually run this app, Sleep Cycle. It's one of the only apps I've been paid for, and I've had it since I first ever got a phone. And it's genius in the way that um, it you put your phone kind of next to your pillow, and it can sense when you're in deep sleep and when you're not. So... It wakes you up in a, in a half within a half an hour window, but it oh. waits till you're in your lightest part before it wakes you up. So you're not like <laughs> when the alarm goes off. But they also have a feature you can play stuff as you're going to bed, oh, and it yeah. automatically turns off. And you can pick like all these ambient sounds. There's like meditation things. There's like little stories, and they've got a rain section. Oh. And it's like rain on tin roof, yeah. hot summer rain on concrete, yeah. um, like rain on tent. Like um, Pick your hectic rain, rain oh, and wind, all this Beautiful. Uh, There's a Spotify playlist where you go in, I think it's just called Sleep, and you go in and it's just a range of rain types. And you think about the guy with the field mic out there just like recording <laughs> rain. <laughs> He's like, I'm thinking I'm getting paid for this one cent every thousand plays. <laughs> if if that rain is like a like a turn on, how shit is it when it like rains? Enough for you to hear for about a minute and then it just stops and oh, like goes oh away yeah. before you go to bed. Yeah. Just like, or just like, you know, like you're in bed and you're like, oh, I could be in for like a yeah. really nice half hour storm. And it's, it's a non sexual blue yeah. balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just a tease. That's what that is, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going camping for four days in Hai Hai and I'm looking forward to it. The first couple of days are meant to be sunny, the next couple are meant mm. to be raining. Ooh. And I fucking can't wait. Yeah. 
for a, a rainy night in a tent. Oh, mm-hmm. As long as don't fucking put anything against the edges. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. It's also a good test of your tenting integrity, right? Yeah. Like you're like, fuck, fuck this, we're fucked. Yeah, we've done it. And well. I've got a, um, we've killed it. We run a, we've got multiple family tents, but we're running the uh, Gibson family canvas number Ooh. from, um, <laughs> I think the mid to late '80s, and it's not. So it's not a dome shape, nah. and it's this. It's kind of like your classic triangle or like you know tent shape, but it also has different sizes in the poles. So it's kind of got a slanted roof and all the stuff in the. If you don't do it right, you're gonna get some rain. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, those canvas tents have have aged supremely well. Where like if you go camping now, they're so much better than the like the ones that you get from like Torpedo Seven and yeah. stuff. Like it, like you want to talk about rain, but you want to talk about when it's especially hot. You can go into those canvas tents and chill out. Like you get some airflow, yeah. but it doesn't penetrate the same way that. That fucking oh yeah, and they just they give you a little bit of flair. They look a little bit different, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, that's what confuses me. What is canvas? Because it's art. It's <laughs> Converse shoes. It's tents. What is this thing? It's like a supreme, just all material. <laughs> what do you need it for? Imagine having yes. the patent on old uh, camp. I, don't I just maybe I just remember when we first started going camping. Old Jew, our father, he had a he had a canvas tent. Yeah, and that man just used to get furious eh? every every year because you gotta you gotta like brush them down, yeah. you gotta give them like a good clean before like you repack them. Yeah, yeah. Old Jew, short for Julian, not Israeli. He's just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's always tomb of endearment. We used to um, go camping as a family, me, my sister, parents, and um, there was always a, nearly a dust up. Hey, during mm. setup. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad telling you, hold that pole right straight. And then the sister's bloody yelling and screaming. She storms off to the games room or the pool at the bloody. And then it's just me <laughs> left tail between my legs. Mum's just silently holding some fucking string, <laughs> sobbing. Yeah, and then oh, what was a doozy though? I think it was Ohopi uh, campsite. We packed up one year, and then dad spent an hour looking for his wallet. And he was like rifling through the car. And then after everything, he had to unpack the tent and he left it in like the weird little pockets oh, no. of inside the tent in the tent bedrooms. He was dark. Oh, yeah, that'll get you dark. <laughs> he's <laughs> accused your sister of using it for the pool hall, you know, oh, yeah. all the $2 he's, in he's it. He's run gone. through it all. He's asked his missus three times, <laughs> Are you sure you didn't? <laughs> you know, what's hilarious is we asked Mads, our sister, to come and guest judge today, um, but she kind of ghosted us. Too much money. We we went to Ohopi almost every year, and it was the same deal. It was like ready to set up the family tent, and Madeline just like like a ninja <laughs> dropping a smoke bomb. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, where were you for three hours? She was like, oh, I went on the big pillow jumping pillow, got a koala bear from the dairy. Like, I just went. She was like, I just hike. like I, I fell into like a sand castle making contest, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> surf the big Kahuna, like. Incredible. Am I up? I don't know, bro. Oh, no, I'm, I oh, think I am. Yeah. Um, so my second one, uh, non-sexual turn-on, is assertive driving, um, which also kind of um, is slightly second category, or like, or like maybe a plus is um, being able to drive manual. Oh. So it's like if you're an assertive driver... And you, you don't dilly-dally, you don't fuck around, and you just know what you're doing, and you're like, 
you know, you make the decisions. So say you're coming up to an intersection, it's kind of like, oh, who's going? Who? You're just like, no, it's us, we're going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and because uh, I think if someone's an assertive driver, you can probably, you know, safe to say, crosses over into other parts of their life. And uh, a bit like, you know, bit definitely of a, bit of a go-getter, mm-hmm. bit of a can make the decisions, you know, this. And, um, yeah, I think it's just... It's a really great character trait. And even like expanding off of that, like everyone is kind of in this, like, I suppose this window of like comp- competency when it comes to driving. And so you never really think about it too much until it gets time to like back up a trailer. <laughs> and you, everyone has that one friend who's just like, just, just will do any of that shit potentially without like any experience, but they'll just like, they'll give it a go and they, and it's all about confidence. Yeah. And it's the same there. It's like, it's just all about confidence. I also reckon, I mean, most people have their license and know how to drive, but people who can't drive that well, it's like, what have you been doing? Mm. Like you do this task nearly every day. Mm. How have you not like somewhat even got close to mastering it? Yeah. yeah Up until that, like 25, yeah. I was always sort of thinking there's, there's bad drivers and then there's just everyone else. But then when you get to about 25 plus, you're like, oh no, this person knows how to drive as well. You know, like you realize that that, cause when you're yeah. under 25, no one's a good driver. Like yeah. everyone's like, fine, you're, you're alive. That's yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> but then past that, you got enough experience. You got enough minutes under your belt and you kind of, you know, you're at least a brown belt. You're doing pretty well. Yeah. You actually remember when you came and um, we towed my car with like that, alas, that was like all my power steering was off. <laughs> Why was your car out in like, where was it? It was out in it the was on, on the way to a country um, hall. Tiaomudu, I think. Yeah, well, what I was driving, I, I used to have this gig where I would like sanitize childcare centers. It's like best paying job I've ever had. Um, and I was on my way there and like my car just like fucked out completely. It had a leak in the radiator and it was on its last legs. But I left it there for maybe like three months or something and then we went and got it. It, <laughs> That's was, not, it was like it was like a, like a real holy shit that's still here and also yeah. like holy shit, why have you left it here then? <laughs> and then so we went out there with the, the trusty old low income solo mum car, the um, Volvo station wagon. Oh yeah, yeah. And towed it back and all of us, I was like, you ever been towed before? He's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like, the car behind is meant to do the braking for yeah, the car in front yeah. and stuff. And then we had one of those elastic, elastic-y tow ropes. Oh. So it's like, it, it's, when they start to, like, tension, then it, you suddenly get pulled. <laughs> yeah. And there's no power steering, nothing. Obviously, the brakes probably weren't even working as good. Oh, it, do you ever have those dreams where you're driving and you try and slam on the brakes and it just doesn't really happen? I have them all the time. And it was like that in real life. Like, you'd... You'd be pressing on the brakes as hard as you could the whole time. Like, oh yeah, you, when you when like you're towing, when you're getting towed, you're supposed to use your handbrake. Oh. I remember first time tower. <laughs> first time tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, my next tower, I'm gonna be fucking <laughs> in three months' time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there, man. For someone who dreams so much about cars, you should get your full license. Oh, we. F- <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sitting on restricted? Yeah, or learners. Yeah. Don't tell me it's fucking learners. Uh, yeah, restricted. Hit <laughs> Aren't my, we all? Hit, hit my 10-year anniversary uh, last year. The guy, when I went to renew it, was like, you can't do this again. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's cool. I've got 10 years. Um, here's my thing, guys. I've never needed my full for anything in my whole entire life. I've had no repercussions for having my restricted, not once. So all I'm saying is, yeah, very lazy, very, very just pathetic. <laughs> but also, like, I, yeah, I mean... 
I don't care. Did you um? Do you remember in high school? It was like when everyone started getting their licenses. It was like one of the biggest things. Oh yeah. Oh. Of like, um, oi, did you hear? Did you hear? Liam got pulled over for passengers. Like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, the four hundred dollar passenger fine was like the oh, worst yeah. thing that could happen to you during high school. Was oh. a four hundred dollar, and then and then there was all the awkward thing like. Oh, oh, blah, 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 I was in the car, but he's not paying me any money towards yeah. it. And you're like, I was giving him a ride to school. What a fucking asshole. And like, <laughs> and like it would ruin relationships. That's $400 oh, yeah, yeah. passenger fine. That's how, how, just how much of a big deal cars was. Mm. Having a license and driving was in just high school. Unlocked the world for oh, you, bro. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first night I, we ever went out and uh, shout out um, Drew Tracy. Oh, got, the main man. DT yeah, the god. Got his, got his first um, Honda Accord and we went out for a spin in H-Town and it was just, yeah, it's just a like, new world. You're like, yeah. oh, we're just driving ourselves around town? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Imagine if you could like regather that for the first time. That oh. oh. I mean, this is a bit of a digression, but me and Sin were talking about um, what would be like a first track that you would want to hear for the first time again. Mm. So it's like, this is, you could actually take this um, as a whole another podcast. What's the three things you would want to experience for the oh, first time again? Oh, yeah. oh. So like you, you have no memory of like what it ma- how it makes you feel or anything. And you experience it for the first time again. Yeah. That, yeah. That we we got, we got to bank that one. Yeah. yeah that's going to be like a whole, yeah, a little digression, but yeah, carry on. I go crazy. So my number two is someone with a good sense of humor. It sounds pretty basic, um, but my whole thinking is like, it's so attractive to me. And not only that, but to have a good sense of humor means that you're good at flirting. And like good flirting unlocks everything. It's like the lubrication for the lubrication. You know what I mean? So it's just like... If you've got a great sense of humor, it means that uh, you can bounce off of each other and then you can kind of like, there's no awkwardness when it comes to um, potentially getting for real, for real turned on. You know, it is just smooth sailing completely. Lubeception. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose is that on the opposite is a major turn off if someone just like just doesn't get things and just. It's no chat. It's not like a complete turn off, but it puts <coughs> it essentially for me puts like a time like it puts a time limit on the yeah. amount of I could spend with them. So like for example, if you're talking about like a potential relationship, I mean you'd be thinking to yourself, oh, well, this isn't gonna last mm. very long. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think you what you got there is you can be not funny, but if you are not funny and also you don't get the jokes, yeah. that's enough. That's, yeah. that's enough. Exactly you it, can bro. be not funny as if, if you can if you laughing at jokes and you're yeah. you're having fun with it, but you're just not putting it yeah, out there yourself. True, yeah. But if you if you're like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dead and end. Nah. No. And deal. then of course the worst is them when they go like, I don't get it, and they're wanting you to constantly be explaining. And you're like, I can't. Like, I can't just have you on yeah. the sidecar of my bike this whole time. Like, just. Sorry, man. Me, me and Josh eject a seat. You're gone. <laughs> me and Josh were talking about that because we were at this drinks where, um, like, I, I mean, granted, like, if you get me, Cam, and Josh somewhere, we spend so much time like at work, and we just have like all these stupid things we'll say, but like we would be in these situations, and someone would be like, "What did you say? Yeah, I didn't hear it. I didn't get it." And I was like, "If you've ticked both of those boxes, it was never meant for you." 
and it sucks that we have to like put pause on this whole atmosphere just to just to let you know that hey it, we were just talking about this stupid shit it really and it also like absolutely if you got to do that it cancels out any run on effect yeah. of like what you were talking about oh yeah, yeah. And like it completely kills the vibe you can't then carry on the like banter chat you had you're like yeah. okay um all right back to work i guess now yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just get horny for funny people bro <laughs> yeah well all right there's a whole lot of laughing going on here <laughs> 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 my man's bricked up over there <laughs> I'm tucked into the waistband. We good, oh, bro. Oh, like man's tucked? Did you used to call it that? <laughs> when you got to get up in assembly? <laughs> <laughs> so fucked. We had this kid. Um, the rogue boner, eh? The rogue yeah. football boner. Oh, bro. <laughs> Brother. We, so we had this guy um, at high school. This is rough as guts. And I hate... It pains me to tell the story. Does but. It? <laughs> Full school assembly, boss man gets an, an, a mountain biking award, heads on up, and he's fully talked. And, like, he hasn't done any waistband management, and he's just rock hard, walks up. And I remember, like it was yesterday, like, turning to the guy next to me being like, are you seeing this shit? Like, this guy's fully got an erection. He went up, went back down, like, still going. And we, I mean, we were like, next day, the whole school was like, sorry, man, like, Boner Boy, that's your name now. <laughs> and he was gone by the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon yeah. he, maybe he had like a kink for like um, <laughs> public speaking? Oh. Or like um, a, public a ward exception? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, fuck you, this is, I don't even like fucking mountain biking. This is what I fucking did it for. He's like, this is my easiest. <laughs> My easiest route, the year. easiest route to get in here was through mountain biking down fucking rock hard on this on this polished wooden assembly stage. This is part of like a two year plan for this guy. He's like, <laughs> so now I can sell that fucking stupid bike, man. Anything cost me five grand. He was gonna do it earlier in the year, but the principal wasn't there that day, so he was like, well, "I got to postpone. I need the principal." God damn it! So a bit of it, like a. Um, Public speaking award exception slash authority kink. Yeah. <laughs> slash. Ooh. Look at me now, Dad. Pass me that fucking certificate. Oh. Poor guy. Poor oh mother. Good for him. He's probably like. What's he doing now? Yeah, he's probably like the president. I mean, I got no <laughs> idea. He, he was like, he was not in my year, nor did I know him through anything. So it was just more like, I like he came up on my radar that day <laughs> i've um came up on a few things <laughs> I, i've definitely been in class um just you know what i mean on the way up and um <laughs> and um teacher uh liam dunn stand up uh, i will not <laughs> stand up nope or get outside then okay Strategically pick the bag up in front of my shit. Oh, I'm out. All through, like I would say from year 10 to probably for year 9, 10, 11, when I had to catch the bus, I would wear a slinged like knapsack kind of bag instead of a backpack because... Like an Indiana Jones? <laughs> you had to because the bus was like vibrating all the time. And so by the time like you have to get up, you're like... Pull it across. He's just always thinking about Temple of Doom. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
We've hit our quota for um, erections already, right? This is fantastic. Yeah, four. <laughs> while I'm chatting about them or having them in yeah. them during the podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, while they're, you know, they are under represented. I will not. <laughs> All right, my number two is completing a to-do list with five or more things on it. Just oh. if you, and, and here's why this is so many, because you can put in, you can put in vacuuming. You can put in cleaning your car. You can put in finesse, I don't know, driving, finessing or parking or something like that in your to-do list, you know, and then it's to done and it just feels so good. Having like the higher the to-do list is and the more you complete, the greater the um, the come up is, you know. Do you Are you a fan of using the notes app on your phone with the little tick box oh, yeah. thing? You can oh, do? yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, got yeah, an yeah. iPhone? Are you a little checklist. In the notes app, you can press a little thing like down the bottom and it's a little tick thing mm. and it puts a circle and then you write next to it and then you go return and it puts another circle yep. and you write next and then once you've done that thing, you press it and it puts a little um, yellow tick in oh, the yeah. circle. Oh, I didn't even know you could do that. So you just, I, I would just the like... satisfaction of... Mm-hmm going through those oh that's beautiful i would just put the tick emoji next to my thing when i finished like with my oh, own yeah. text but uh, that's uh, that's even this is great though because it's got the circle sitting there yeah oh, so you're like okay, waiting still for gotta you. get that that like i found as well um get that little lists one. great for people with adhd like myself um it's it's that what's that fucking lame saying people like win the morning win the day oh, yeah. um, oh, right. but with if you've got adhd um, if you do a few, like two or three small tasks earlier in the day and you mm. get them, you get what they, you get on a roll ah. and then the rest of your day is productive. Right, if right. you don't get it going, you can like waste a whole day doing fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah like okay. a bit of momentum. Yeah. You need yeah. like, you, if you've got ADHD, you, a lot of people need momentum. So you need like three or four real easy tasks, mm. like basic as fuck. But if you do them, yeah, yeah. you you're on. It's like what they say, winners win. You know what I mean? Like you, you start doing, st- you start completing things. You're like, yeah, I'm finishing this yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, get up in the morning, put your shirt on, tie up your Nike Dunks, buy some blueberries, get to the podcast, tick, tick, it, tick, 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 tuck in your boner, well, tuck in your yeah. boner. <laughs> it's exactly. like, it's like, wake up in the morning, your partner leaves, that gives you an erection. <laughs> get up for school. <laughs> You oh shit! I'm receiving a mountain biking award. <laughs> Wait, Watch them bus? stand up. You're fully barred up now. <laughs> People on the are bus making to school. Another boner, you know. Another these, boner. And these yeah. are just warm up boners. Time, yeah. yeah. Times two boner. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Ticking a ticking off a list. Just completing everything. Very satisfying. Do you have like a okay? So like, say if you did have a five five mm. things on your list, do you still get the same satisfaction if it maybe takes you a week to do it? Or no, no, no. This is a one day thing. Oh, so it's like you start the okay, day, okay. and by the end of the day, I have to have these. They say like I think in those whole self help bullshit books, it's like uh, keep it limited to seven because anything more than that, you just are setting yourself up for failure. And anything less than that, you're kind of like you can do seven. Come on. I, I um, listen to. I quite often listen to RNZ. Mm. Um, great radio station. There's a lot of like interesting, they talk to a lot of interesting people mm. and um, they don't have much like time restriction so they can like talk to l- people for a lot, like, you know, decently. There's this one guy talking about um, <coughs> creating good habits um, and one of them is like kind of falls almost under lists. It's like um, you do something but you don't set the bar high. You set mm. it like as low as you can. Yeah. So it's like, you know how like your car just constantly gets messy. There's always shit in there. You're always leaving like empty cans or 
shit in there. You, I gave you a ride here. What are you doing? <laughs> the Euro's looking a bit dusty, mate. <laughs> um, so he, he was like, set up uh, to set up a good habit, he goes, obviously, like, you want to keep your car clean. But he's like, every time you park up at home, don't go, oh, I'm going to clean the, everything out. Mm. You go, he goes, just taking one thing to the rubbish. He goes, there may be three cans there. You go, just taking one of them. And he goes, and just every time you park, you take in one thing, one thing. And then slowly, like, it just becomes this yeah, thing that yeah. you look around, you're like, oh, right, one thing. But you're not, it's so achievable that you're not going to not do it. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, yeah, it's yeah. ingrained that you just one thing in. Yeah. The amount of shame you feel after when you don't do that one thing. Yeah, yeah, like, that's the I thing. I guess I'm a piece of shit for the rest of my life then. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I can't even do one thing. And he's like, um, he's like, you don't do that for three days and then step it up to two. He's like, you just keep it at one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have arrived at the final round. The greatest non-sexual turn-ons of all time. Um, so I'm going to go with when you perfect something. So like first pop, you're like, I've got to, uh, oh, I'm chucking this piece of paper in the bin. First mm-hmm. pop. Um, you know what I mean? Anything. I'm, I'm go- I got to clean this thing. Do it in one sweep. You know what I mean? Like anything you can think of. I just find that so satisfying when you do something like that. Mm-hmm. First attempt, like parallel park. Mm. No, you don't even you don't even need to like do three Jimmy nah. reconnect. No, no. It's just straight in, clean. And if sweet. you've got no one in the and passenger seat, you look at the pathway and you're like, surely someone saw that. Like, yeah, even sweeter when it's something you're not even practiced at. You just yeah. cracked it that first time you tried it. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's like you know, like taking a, a shot in basketball and it like going through without any warm up. Feels really good. You go, yeah. am I? <laughs> Ray Allen? <laughs> am, I the, am I in the NBA? Could be. Um, yeah. yeah, well, you couldn't be. <laughs> breakers? Yeah, maturity. Oh, do you know the Breakers mascot, this is a bit of a call out, um, only gets paid $100 a game. Wow. There's a friend of mine, they were like, hey, do you want to be the Breakers mascot? Blah, blah, you do this, and you run around at halftime, you do this, this, this. And like, she's quite like a... Obviously, you can't really know who, like, you don't really see who's under mm. the mascot thing. So it's not like you can leverage someone's fame off that. But, like, she's like a well known person. And they were like, yeah, like, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Like, she's a real excited, crazy um, chick. And they're like, yeah, yeah, um, it's $100 a game. And she's like, yeah, get fucked. Mm. Like, <laughs> well, I was saying to Brooke, because um, we were chatting about it, I was like, if you go to clown school, probably like your career prospects, like the CEO level thing would be like a mascot at one of these games, right? Like NBA or NFL. And it's like, yeah, yeah. With a fucking, it's like that is actual, like a career option. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how, yeah, how much do you reckon you get paid in like American Sports League? You got to be. Steen? Not enough if you went to clown school. Steen's on For it. For your dignity? Like, not enough. You've you've paid the price of Let's self-esteem, like student loan, I- dignity, NBA or ego, NFL parents loving you. Yeah, give it, I reckon they'll be on <coughs> salary. So if it, even if it was just games, you'd you'd want to be in NBA because you're going to play something like 41 games yeah. a year, not including playoffs. Whereas right. NFL's rough because they play about 18, not including playoffs. I wonder, oh. what I wonder if they're, like, really, like, um, roped in with, like, the perks they get paid shit but they're like man everyone oh, yeah. knows who's the mask on like everyone no one knows who i am man i've got a mask on yeah. and like and they're like you get to hang out with all the big dog players mm. 23,000 to 65,000 is your favorite us wow. a year US. wow oh good. i mean even i mean what is it because us is about double right a little bit less yeah so let's just say 
40K a year just to be a NZD, just to be a mascot. That's pretty good. Your friend would have to because get 400 is, home games. The thing is, though, <laughs> the mascot could easily be your side hustle that makes yeah. you 40 grand a year. Yeah, yeah. especially because, like, yeah, it's like... Every, you, you finish your job and just go to do that for an hour yeah. after work. Obviously, there's, like, a bit of training and you, you, you'd need to keep, keep up being um, able to do flips. Shit. You would, but like you'd I'm, have to also watch a lot of TikTok to be up to date with the shit dancers. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. a bit of dugging and a bit of the what's the with the arms and the flossing, oh, jerkings, yeah. rejerks, yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah. watched. The great thing is though, I've watched every single um, Bulls game this year, and so they have the mascot halftime show shit. They do the same thing every single yeah. game. They don't. They don't really don't switch it up. They because the games are so long as well. They stretch over like two and a half hours, so it's like break it uh, between the first quarter and the second quarter. He'll go and do this at halftime. He'll try hit a half court shot. Like between third and fourth, he'll f- spill popcorn on someone. That's like a real yeah. big thing he does. <laughs> yeah. So it's like here he comes again. That's like a joke is to like fuck someone's night up. <laughs> pour popcorn on. <laughs> Yeah, he they do it where um he finds someone supporting the other team and he has like a comically large bag of popcorn and he stands he tries to shimmy past someone behind them or in front of them and then he'll like pretend to fall over and like spill the whole bag of popcorn on them which is genius cuz like if someone spills popcorn on you you go Oh, well, that's not great, but also, like, it's none of this has stained my outfit, really. I just brushed the popcorn yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're still, like, would prefer it not to be in my hair and, like, on my lap. You could just stand up, but then if you're tucking in a boner, it's, <laughs> I mean, you know, like, like, the person's like, stand up and clean the popcorn <laughs> off you, and you're like, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Only if there's also a kiss cam. <laughs> It's weird in the NBA how, like, all of the mascots have backstories and stuff. Like, they've all got names. They've got genuine canon and bullshit. Like, the New Orleans Pelicans mascot is called Pierre because New Orleans is French. And so he's, like, this French fucking whatever the fuck he is. I'm assuming a Pelican. And they all have these, like, bizarre backstories. <laughs> yeah. They actually had to redesign him because the original... <laughs> was, was racist or something, probably? Terrifying. Oh, Too ugly. Like, was scaring kids yeah. and shit. Like, um, classic. Do you reckon... Do you reckon uh, Kiss Cam is gonna you meet its maker soon? You know, kind of PC gone mad. It's like forcing um, people to hook. I Obviously try you don't to have it. to hook up. I walk in, I'm just like Kiss Cam, kiss me, kiss Cam, and they're like, "That's horribly inappropriate. <laughs> you cannot do that." I'm the librarian. <laughs> you just yeah, you've just got your phone on selfie mode, and you're going around Kiss Cam. <laughs> I don't think it will die because like um, American horny. Yeah, and, and Americans will do anything to have their, like, you know, Fucking five seconds freedom. of... <laughs> Let me kiss on my camera. right. <laughs> Fifth Amendment, tongues. <laughs> the only thing we like the French for is the croissants and the tongue. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> what is... What's your pick for the greatest? What have you got? Um, So I've gone one, which I think everyone will appreciate. Um... Good taste in music. Oh. If you, if you, I mean, it can go anything. It's like um, uh, your friend, if you're going down, like you're going on like the second date with someone and they pick you up and then they've got their phone on the aux cord and it's just absolute dribble. You're like, is this the usual for you? Or is this you just going through something? <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> having, like, <laughs> you're having an off day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it, it's just like the, 
I can I can get around like any genre of music as long as it's good stuff within that genre. Yeah, yeah. But if you're listening to real missionary sex position spec mm. fucking middle of the road shit, you're just like, <laughs> where's the excitement in your life? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And there's someone as well who like has a bit of a. I think it. I think it also stems to like um, having like a passion for a bit of music and um, musical knowledge, and, and if they genuinely know like a little bit about it not just like oh i like this obviously there are tracks we like oh i just like this track i don't really know much about the artist but if it's like oh no it's, i genuinely like mm. invested in this artist enjoy them i know some of the older shit i know this stuff i know what they're doing you know just good taste in music i it, it blows my mind i've spoken to people in the past and i go S- what kind of music do you listen to and they go i don't know whatever yeah, go, like the radio, and it's you, like you go, no, 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 like, well, yeah, what type though? And they go, yeah, whatever. I like go, so what you, gives you a fucking boner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you, you have no, you know what I mean? It just there are some people that just do not engage with music the way that like I don't know. It would be like going to see a movie and just having like almost no opinion on the movie and not, yeah. and like even if you liked it, being like I won't go and check out what that director or actor or anyone's done. It's just like. Yeah, I, I just sat in a movie theater for two hours. Yeah. Someone appreciating like either art or media or entertainment in and of itself is an interesting trait because you, you there is like always, you know, like you say, there's stories behind the artist or there's the director or the actor. And so if you have any of those extra little bits of information, I go, oh, cool. You wanted to find something out about this thing you liked rather than you just absorbed it. It just hit your face and you're like, I've now let that hit my face. Yeah. And that's it. You know, you've actually gone both ways. It also enhances like the, the yeah. like, I mean, if it's one thing, like if you're listening to music, if you go and like um, learn more about the artist, if you listen to more of their music, you, you listen to what it is they're trying to express <laughs> through their music. It amplifies the whole experience. Mm. Like, I think it's also sexy if someone can show you something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, hey, Brooke, have you heard this track? I recently listened to it. It's from like this person. Um, you may have known them from this. I reckon it's such good. It's like, it's not just, you're not just going shuffle on like yeah. for you Spotify page kind of thing. It's like. Definitely. I Because f- you like, uh, say for instance, the example of a relationship going in, ideally what you want, right? As you go, this person goes, and here's all my best stuff that I've created, curated from like my whole life. You know yeah. what I mean? Here's mm. the, now I'm giving you access to all my good shit. Yeah. And you do the <laughs> same for them. You know what I mean? It, I would actually put good taste in music potentially higher than like a nice sense of style and fashion sense when I'm like dating someone. You know, if they're mm-hmm. real, if they've got like, if they know their music, that to me is like cooler than almost For anything sure. else. I'm like, God damn it. My dad two years ago, his Spotify wrapped was 10 minutes and it was two songs and it was Fleetwood Mac and another song. And he went, I don't remember listening to that other song. And I was like, 10 minutes. Good work, man. Hell of a job. Shocking. He listened to 10 minutes of music in an entire year. We just bash his dad on the fucking show, man. <laughs> Jeff gets licks, bro. Yeah. Um, there's also something that the other way it is so satisfying when someone goes, oh, what song is this? And you're just like, yeah, I have some form of validation here. Like, it, you know, when you've earned someone's, when you see someone sneakily shazamming a song that you're playing, oh, and you're like, <laughs> I'm better than you. Just a little bit. It's almost like, you know, back in the schoolyard, like if you had like the cool cool toys or something and they were like where'd you get those toys from mm. oh my god what bionicle is like that taste maker yeah yeah, mm. yeah. trailblazer <laughs> boner blazer boner erector boner tucker <laughs> boner innovator <Fire> tucker. 
the 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 first guy who who invented the waistband technique was like guys, yeah. <laughs> guys I've got fellas, fellas don't say anything to the ladies <laughs> <laughs> but this is it I found a workaround <laughs> thank no don't worry um <laughs> take us away chief I was trying to think like what is an experience that is so close to being on the same level of like an orgasm, right? Something so like that kind of sexual pleasure without like, you know, and Boston. I was like, not drugs. Cause that's like just too cheeky. So good food, the mm. experience of eating really, really good food, your toes curling as you're eating it. And it just sending you into another dimension. Just like the first time you try like a, a really high quality almond croissant or like, you know, a really delicious iced coffee or like duck Island ice cream. And you just like your eyes roll in the back of your head and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking good. Like you need to smoke a cigarette or some shit, you know? <laughs> Valia almond croissant with oh. chocolate drizzled over it. That's crazy. Like Get out of here. from Valari, like white chocolate brownie, bro. Just will slap you into tomorrow. Holy shit. Wow. Good food, man. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a good part of our lives, man. I, I was talking to Jared last night. Um, we're at a party and he was telling me like we were chatting about the whole COVID situation and his brother's stationed over in Texas. I think he's like part of the Air Force. And he was talking about, oh, yeah, we just live with COVID. Like people have it all the time, blah, blah, blah. And it's fine. It's like the common flu. I was like, yeah, blah, blah. And then, but he was like, yeah, but... There's also someone he works with who got it and she lost her sense of taste and hasn't gotten it back for a year. And I was like, that's horrendous. And I said to him, I was like, if you lost your sense of taste for like one single year, it wouldn't be too bad because you go, right, let me clean up my diet. Let me like make the most out of the situation. Anything longer than that, it's like, that's a whole year of your life, two years, three, whatever, that you're not tasting delicious food, bro. Mm. I, if I lost my sense of taste... I would fully just eat, start eating random shit that I can't eat right now. Because you my, don't like the taste of it? Yeah. yeah. Like dirt or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, or like live, like live wetters or something. No, you're, no, like, no. you're like, there's a lot of protein in this and I can't taste it. So like, it would be like a party trick. Go over there to the pantry, <laughs> get me fucking anything. I'll eat it. I'll eat, <laughs> eat, pull out anything. All right, Eggs. $20, you could make money of it. You'd be oh, like, yeah. give me 20 bucks and I'll eat whatever you get <laughs> out of that fridge. Don't even look at expiry dates. I don't give a fuck. My uh, my grandma, she lost her sense of smell and thus was at like 60% of her taste buds um, if, like many years ago now. It was a really weird byproduct of some fucking medical complications. Anyway, and like something you don't really think about is just her loss of appetite since then. So she just became rail thin because she just doesn't enjoy eating anymore. Oh, so she's so like, I don't, don't want to eat. Um, the cravings exactly. you kind of forget. <clears throat> yeah. And like, especially if you lose your sense of smell, it's like when you drive past KFC and you're like, Oh yeah. fuck! I'm pulling in. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm getting a little. I got the vents on. I'm the getting street. a little wiki wigs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm pumping that shit out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I suppose you. I suppose if you, if you lost your sense of taste, you'd have to like make it work for you. You're like, all right, well, I'm eating the most blandest, cheapest shit. And I'm gonna yeah. save money, and I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, can't be fun. Yeah, eating food. How good? Yeah, very good. Uh, my number one is very similar to your sense of humor it's just it's both ways so it's if someone has a sense of humor and then also if you just say something and everyone like it just hits that right note and everyone laughs particularly across groups if you're someone who can make 
different people laugh it's very impressive to me where you just have this charismatic ability where they can't help but be enamored by whatever the fuck you have to say you know like there's some people who i don't know you know those people who just have like a really dark sense of humor and you're like all right cool i mean if you want to talk about dead grandmas that's funny as to you that's cool but they can't go and talk about something else to someone else which all of a sudden you know they just lose that power but if you can make anyone laugh that's i mean that's the classic thing about um robin williams right was just able to make anyone laugh about anything and on the flip side i think if you manage to pull that off it must be incredibly satisfying for you you know mm. like if you're at a party yeah, and you yeah. manage to hit a laugh with the whole room you'd just be like you'd probably try and keep it under wraps be like you'd be like <sighs> yeah that was nice particularly in a day and age where a lot of people are um intensely trying to become tiktok or social media famous via you know these little bits and sketches and a lot of the time it's pretty derivative like like oh yeah you're doing that thing because that guy did that thing and he got 50 million views off it and so you're trying to do that if you have someone who says something that is so obviously off the cuff immediately that's the thing that's how their brain works and they say something you're just like oh right your brain works different to everyone else's which is Mm -hmm. such an incredible aspect of someone's life Zippity doo da! Just thought of that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Off the top of my head, you oh, know. Just the cuff of your bowling shirt. Wow. <laughs> awesome stuff. <laughs> hey, oh, what's the going? You aren't. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a quick Pete Weber. Eh? Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> you know the um, you know the Mandela effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you know you think everyone thinks something happened, it's happened something different. I reckon Planet Eight. Bit of a Mandela effect. I've been Googling that recently, and there is fuck all information on Planet 8 out there on the internet. Oh, the um, brand. Even images. There's like four images on Google to do with the Planet 8 brand. There's no historic um, stuff of Planet 8. Was it a Hellenstein's? Yeah. It was that. Uh, yeah. Oh. Big style. I had yeah. heaps of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, like, same. I've never come across it in op shops, and there was there would have been shit tons if it was sold at, Planet, at um, Hellenstein's. Yeah, yeah. And because I, I, I ages ago wrote like a, an ode to Planet 8. I wrote in my notes. <laughs> Did you I was, ever? Um, I was just like, yeah. And so I started doing research, and it's just not out there. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a cover-up. The funny thing is that GCSB goes right the way <laughs> cover to the up that those kind of Planet Eight pieces now would really shine, you know, coming back through with some vintage surfwear or like streetwear kind like, of stuff. Where have all the Planet Eight visors gone? Mm. I used to have three of the cunts, and I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd wear them all at once, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, one yeah. upside down. <laughs> Around the back. <laughs> that and my Dax Wax veranda fringe. Oh, <laughs> all right. Dax Wax. If it ain't oh. Dax, it ain't Wax, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I just want me a nice, I just want me a nice clear green one, Chinese style. Oh, yeah. Counting money, playing Mahjong, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Is that your non-sexual turn on? Uh, no, <laughs> like we're counting money out your mouth? Brother, we're just talking about visors now. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. New My bad. I felt, that, I felt that energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> felt that sexual chemistry popping off on visors. <laughs> what, is your f- what is your number one? What is your fave? I already said, bruv. Yeah, started. we've done the whole loop, bruv. 
We finished? Yeah. Yeah, where are you, bro? Yeah. I'm present. Where are you? <laughs> Jeez, man. Listen, I just... He's I'm super getting, turned on I'm right now. Lost. He can't think straight. He's tucking his boner since yeah. the first round. So you guys yeah. keep talking. It's turning All me on. Like, yeah, he's more. losing blood from his head. It's going somewhere else. <laughs> I am a bit lost in the sauce, I'll be honest. Okay, well, here's here's a very exciting segment of the show where Steen judges. We have... We've, we've figured it out a bit. So now what we do is he gives his pick from our number threes. That gets awarded six points. He gives his favorite pick from our number twos. That gets six points. And then number one, if he picks yours, that's ten. So really, you just have to win the first one. But um, if you get numbers... Or win both. Three yeah, if you two. win both three and two, then you're solid. Steen, uh, do we? Do you want to come in and get a mic, or how should we do this? Yeah. Right, so I've got a... Uh, our first place for uh, round three. And it was a bit of a tie-up originally, but uh, after much debate and debacle with the vacuum act, it was, it was quite a show right there. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've given it to sharp cutting utensils. Oh, oh, yeah. Unfortunately! Yeah. Hell yeah. Draw uh, satisfaction, eh? And then next up for round two, I've given it over to Brooke here for assertive driving. Oh, yeah. And then on uh, the last round, which is worth ten points... I've given it over to Oliver. Go, Oliver. You're so fine. First time tasting good food. And I've given it a little bit of a back reason behind that. So all of these ones, all of the stuff you've given me today is a first time thing. You can do it quite often. But with food, I figured you can actually do it more than just once. Mm. You can try lots of different foods, different cultured foods. And then if you did get COVID and you lost your taste for a little bit, you'd go start from scratch all over again. And the older you get, your taste changes over time. So, there we have it. Matua. So what, do you win? Yeah, I win. I win. Um, <laughs> last week we had a prize, but this week um, the prize is, the presence is your present. Oh, yeah. oh wow. hey. That's what all my family's getting for Christmas, my presents. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I, oh, no. Was a lot yeah. of fun. I was, um, um, as soon as I, as soon as you guys started doing this and I was listening, I was like, fuck, I'm keen to get involved in some aspect Hard out. You know, it's funny. Someone was talking to me last night and they were like, what you really need to do is get on guests. It was Tim, Tim Pesh who was just on one last night, a real <laughs> naughty fucker. Um, and I was like, yeah, well, it's funny you say that because Brooke's coming on. And I think we definitely would love to get more, but like to get like a quality guest like this guy is like, yeah, it's, it's so, hard. Someone who's been on the mic and, you know what I mean, yeah. can hold, you know what I mean, carry hold their own weight and shit. Yeah. You got to have someone who... It is, um, it is very, like, even when I used to do, say, like, my night show, the more guests you get on, it's, like, obviously better for you because then, yeah, they cross-promote it and things, and, like, all their mates listen in and you can get, like, payoff of, you know, even if it's, like, just a small, like, little guest comes in for, like, three-minute interview, play the track kind of thing, you've instantly got, like, all of their outer friend circle, you know? Yeah. Listening in. But yeah, this was cool. This yeah. feels like oh, yeah. um, it's a good way to close the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so season yeah. finale. Yeah, yeah. This is the season finale. Yeah, I love you guys. Anyone who says it after me is copying. Uh, uh, Never been a fucking copier in my life. I hate you, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro's not a snitch. Eh? You're never gonna catch him, Captain. Hey, I think we should end on that. Perfect. <laughs> Goodbye, love. Bye. <laughs>